0: Welcome to the Paul S Podcast. Right, we are recording. This is episode number 10 of the Paul S Podcast. Joining me today, we have got Bradley, and we've got a newcomer as well. You, 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 Martin, you, no you, no you, Martin you. tonight. He is otherwise uh, engaged. Big up, Martin. Out to you, mate. I know he's going to be listening to this. Ricky Biskitsa. What's happening, hey, brother? Dan. Thank you for coming on, genuinely. Like, thank, thank you, bro. Thank
1: you for having me, man. Thank nah, you. No I worries, looking bro. looking forward to this.
0: Just uh, want to quickly introduce you uh, to anyone that doesn't know, bro. What's your what's your background then in uh, in, in martial arts?
1: Uh, well, my whole life has basically been based around martial arts. I started when I was four years old in like Shaolin Kung Fu. Wow! And then um, uh, as you get a teenager, man, like I started going less, but I was still bag training and doing like whatever training I could with my brother, who also trains. Older brother, and then got to university, and then I found a Muay Thai gym. Known as Storm Gyms, uh, known quite round England, and Shout uh, out to Amir. <laughs> yeah, Amir Subasic legend, He's a got me into, he got me into uh, actual wanting to compete, and um, the media side of fighting industry as well. And then from there, I just started hitting into different kickboxing gyms as I got back. MMA gyms had a few kickboxing fights, won a British Championship in kickboxing, and then started doing MMA. Yeah. Wicked. And riddled of injuries ever since.
0: <laughs> <laughs> how, how did you find yourself training down at Gracie Bar? Then,
1: so uh, I actually had three MMA fights with not one single day of jiu-jitsu training. Oh, yeah. Was that and, semi-pro? And was that semi-pro or pro? It was, it was semi-pro fights. Okay. Um, well, one did, of them. How did they go? Uh, two I lost, one I won. And funny enough, they were all by submission. I won one of them in eight seconds by submission, but I knocked the guy out and then submitted him. Uh, And then, (laughs) but the the other two, uh, I got caught in an arm triangle after the guy was on the ground and the other one I got caught in a rear naked choke for a title fight. Mm. But um, yeah, so literally after that, it was like, I kept having arguments with my coach saying I need to get more jujitsu. He was one of those um, very one track minded, old school kickboxing is the way type thing. Like, no, we can use our style. Which I think, as many of you know, it's been shown in so many different scenarios is that you need to be a completely well rounded fighter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not only just be well rounded, you've got to know what the fuck you're doing. Like, hell, I would be, get on my back and be like, I might as well just be swimming with fucking alligators right now because I'm, <laughs> I'm going to die. In stand up, I'm happy. I can do whatever I want. The but... thing
2: is, you need to have, if you don't have good ground game, you need to have good takedown defense. Mm. And I hadn't, I hadn't either. I hadn't oh, okay. I had neither of
1: them I didn't like even when um say for example, if we were doing things with people shooting on us, I had people shooting on me who don't know how to do a shot, so if someone oh, would do a okay. real shot and I'm like, What the fuck is this guy a pro?" and it's like no he just like <laughs> he just knows how to take people down right. but then um yeah, I found myself in Gracie Baja. and then man, like I feel Ooh. like it it's like changed the way I do my m m a classes now and the way I compete so so you, you so you joined just to
0: just to get a ground game and you're you're still competing then you're still
1: yeah I'm well, still, obviously not obviously, now but <laughs> now yeah as soon as um i get the chance to i'm gonna start competing again and i feel like i'm gonna it's a completely new game for me now because it's like um i don't know how could i describe it like if you were playing a video game and your analog is broken <laughs> yeah. so like one of them working and now i've got like more of a i wouldn't say a full use of my skills but i actually know a bit more of course yeah. I can just, yeah are so you are I'm you Go on. are you bothering with uh with the gi, or you just is it just just pure no gay so this was the thing um the gi classes at uh, gracie barhart were interfering with my stand-up and mma classes Oh. So the ones that I could only do at Gracie Baja were the Monday and the Friday class. Uh, but as I was teaching the stand-up for the kids there as well, it was just getting way too much. Yeah. Now when I come back, I've structured things a lot better that I can at least be doing one or two gi classes a week on top of the other stuff.
0: Brilliant. Oh, wicked. Yeah. Oh, oh, nice one. Bro. Right, so shall we get into it? We, yeah. The last episode, we were talking, well, it was just before... Bilal Muhammad and uh, Leon Edwards fight night. Uh, thoughts on that? Who wants to go first? Well, should we talk? To, uh, probably best to go Darren Stewart and Eric Anders first. The most <laughs> strangest,
2: <laughs>
0: strangest uh, that's, fucking fight. Let's,
2: let's start with that one because that's the fight that lost me my money to start off with anyway.
0: Yeah.
2: Uh, well, it, it got re- deemed um, no contest, right? Yeah. Yeah. Which I um, have no idea how.
0: Eric Anders Let's be honest, he was... He was. Oh, he was good. Dude. He was kicking the shit out of him. Yeah, he was fucking him up. Um, 20 oh, seconds... He's, he's a... Sorry, man, go on. 20 seconds to go before the end of the round, and he throws that illegal knee, which it blew my mind when it happened, because it's like, we've just seen this literally a week ago. Uh, and It was nowhere near as vicious, but how on earth is this getting... <laughs> I mean... Do either of you think that he took maybe a few too many shots when he was in turtle? Do you think it should have been stopped? He was stopped? out. He was. Do you he think? Was, yeah, I yeah. thought that. Yeah,
2: yeah. I reckon it should have been over okay. 10, 10 seconds ago, yeah. like after all this stuff had happened. But you know, Eric Anders was the the better guy. I mean, he's he used to he's used to fighting a light heavy, right? So yeah. he, he's a big dude, and he yeah, looked yeah. huge. He looked massive. He did. He yeah, did yeah, look yeah, big. Yeah. So, well, yeah, Darren um, Stewart was done. I think.
1: <laughs> uh, I, I, I do uh, personally agree. I think that fight was over even before
2: yeah, that before
1: knee the landed. Yeah, yeah. But, but personally, um, my MMA coach is one of Darren's coaches. So oh, okay. um, I got, obviously, I, I do get a little bit more insight into how Darren is and how his training is going. And I know Darren, for a fact, doesn't mind knees to the ground. He actually okay. is one of the few fighters to advocate that move being legalized. And well, to be fair to him, he actually said he was okay He, he honestly yeah. genuinely wanted to continue. There, there yeah. was nothing wanted, like, he doesn't have that thing in his body to say, I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah. But, like, I did see, obviously, when you're getting fucking smacked by a guy the size of Eric Anders, you, it's only huge, natural yeah. to, to yeah. he looked fucking huge. I thought, I have watched Eric Anders' few fights, and when my coach asked me to start analysing that fight before it happened, I said to him, I think Darren's got so much size and he was unreal. And on the weigh-ins, I had to text my coach going, what the fuck? Like, what, what happened What happened here? Like, I thought he it was about a similar size. And then I've never seen someone make Darren look a bit small. So yeah. from that point, I thought it was a bit odd. But back onto the illegal knee story. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck you're doing at that point, bro. There is a, there's a hundred other things you can do other than lifting that knee to someone's head. There's at least ten other places I can think right now to put that knee.
0: Where, like, what was your uh, take, Rick? What was your like? Well, I know Brad's obviously. What was your take on the Yan uh, and
1: Aljamain Sterling knee? <laughs> again, I think the move should be legalized. I don't think it. I think it stops a whole bunch of stalling. But again, you know the fucking rules. Yeah. I've been in that situation, and it's like, yeah, guy, a guy's down. I'm not going to knee his face because I'm conscious of what's going on. Yeah. That being said, I was in a kickboxing fight once. The guy jumping kicked me in the nose so bad, it busted my nose. I was so angry. I knocked him down after, him. and as he was on the ropes, I just quickly uppercutted him while he was down. And, and uh, the ref and the fucking guys in his corner were going nuts. I was like, I'm sorry,
2: I'm going to, well, I went to in, MMA after that. <laughs> in, Muay- in Muay Thai, it's, uh, it's as long as you use uh, in one clean motion, it's completely exactly that's that's exactly legal what to, I was... to strike on. The, if you chip a po uh, chip a opponent and then automatically throw a knee afterwards, and you catch the guy as he's going down, it's completely yeah. legal. Exactly oh, okay. that's, yeah, why, so, that's why that's why I'm not, I'm just gonna say that was what I was doing, Brad. I mean, <laughs> there was something in my head. <laughs> I mean, for me, knee in the grounded grounded opponent. As long as like, if it's different, if you've got on all fours and you're like heads down and you're not really looking, but both times the guys were like way of so was going blatant, on.
0: Yeah, it was so blatant, you know? man. Yeah, yeah. So, all right, moving on to a uh, sore subject for uh, Brad, Nicolau and uh,
2: and uh, Cap. Yeah, I mean, I really like Manuel Cap. Um, he's got such a strong kickboxing background.
0: You still like him?
2: Yeah. He's lost me money. He lost me about 100 quid. <laughs> oh, man. So, fuck that guy. <laughs> but I, like, I like him, man. I, th- I think he's got such a good base. Um, one one criticism I normally have of Cap is he's too hesitant. He's very, like, likes to be perfectionist, likes to work his techniques. Technically, fantastic striker, but uh, just waited too much. And I think he won that fight, but they gave it to Nikolaj, which I can see why.
0: Yeah.
2: But, uh, yeah.
0: Okay. Uh, on to a uh, man like Davey Grant, who absolutely smashed it.
2: Bad man. Absolutely yeah. smashed it, mate. It was brilliant. Done,
0: it, done really, it for the UK. Really good to see, man. Clean, I, clean knockout as well, man.
2: I like listening to him in the corner, man. His corner man pulled him off to the side. He's like, "Listen, you've been in worse situations than this." He's like, "Yeah," and just started laughing. I was like, "That's it."
0: And talking yeah, of clean. I, I... Sorry, bro. Go no, go on, go ahead. Uh, I was going to bring it on to uh, Dan Ego. The... Oh yeah, oh, <laughs> I
2: was just going to say, talking Play. of clean
0: knockouts. Jesus Christ, can yeah. you get any cleaner than that? Do you reckon? And Gavin Tucker's
2: right. a bad. Gavin Tucker's a bad dude, man. Yeah. You know?
1: Yeah, yeah, but no yeah, pushover at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah uh, he's um he's fighting out of Boston, isn't he? With uh,
2: Calvin, Kevin <laughs> Cutter.
1: Yeah, that's it. Cal- yeah, Calvin Kate. Yeah, man, I saw. I think before Calvin's last fight against Max, they done a big uh, they done like a YouTube episode about their gym. I mean, it looks proper. I love that type of style where it's like we're just a bunch of fighters grinding on each other all day. It's just yeah. such an old school way of training.
2: So, nice. they've, just come out, they've just come out and said that uh, Dan Ige will be booked to get fight against the Korean Zombie. Oh. Ooh,
1: damn. So, that would be a good That's
2: fight. Good. That'll that would be a hell of a released fight. two good. days ago.
1: Yeah, I do not know what is wrong with that man, <laughs> but he can just take so much punishment and keep coming forward. It is unreal. <laughs> it is unreal. I mean,
2: Ortega ruined him,
1: though. Hey, do you... No one expected Ortega to put on that type of striking performance. Yeah. No one did. That was shocking.
0: We'll get on to Ortega, I think, in a (laughs) a... moment. Yeah, yeah,
1: in a moment, yeah. Uh, Main event,
0: let's go. Bilal Mohammed, Leon Edwards. Gutted is an understatement, man. Absolutely gutted for him.
2: I've, I've been the first one to say that I underestimated Leon. I think he came out first round. He looked amazing. He looked great. I mean, he looked very calm. And Shredded, he, yeah, yeah. He looked probably the biggest I've seen him, and he said in those uh, pre-post fight conferences, like, "What ring rust?" I, I, Mate, didn't, I didn't see, see any. any. I didn't see any. Either. No, yeah. you're right. Um, I think as as the rounds would have gone on, I think Balau would have probably come more alive if it would have got past the third round. I'm not sure. Yeah, but uh, Balau's a Bilal's a fighter, man. He was always it was always coming forwards. Yeah, that's another, one, that's another one I wanted to ask you guys because. Okay, so Leon Edwards' first uh, first foul was the groin strike. Yeah. Or was it two eye pokes, was it? Yeah, he
0: was warned in the first round.
2: So where do you stand with that? You've, you've, you've poked, you've been warned once. Yeah. And then you poke again. Is that a...
0: It's still an accident, man. It's just really unfortunate, man. I I, I, I genuinely don't believe he did it on purpose. I genuinely don't think that. Um I, again, the, 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 I've I've started this podcast in in like just the beginning of January, and this is the second time we're talking about iPods, like serious iPods. The gloves. I need to
2: change it. Uh, do you think Do you think it's time or, or, or because I think, it was? I think it's I think it's time, man. There's a There's a company called Onyx. Um, it's oh, yeah. By a UFC fight, a UFC coach called Trevor Whitman, and he's uh, Joe Rogan talks about these gloves all the time. Yeah, he does. But um, they push your think... hand to be closed, so it has to be has to happen. But is that going to be harder for grapplers then? Or I mean, hard to, you have to weigh up. You have to weigh up the odds. What, like, do you want people losing their eyes? Or do you, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you want people th- to adapt?
1: That's the thing, yeah. yeah. I, th- th- I think I think fighters could easily adapt to a new glove. I mean, uh, as you go from organization to organization in lower divisions, they've all got different gloves. Do you but think like- the
0: UFC are going to be a bit stubborn in, in their stance? Because the glove is like the pinnacle of the, of the UFC. It's like the poster of, it is the glove of the UFC. I, su- you think-
2: I suppose
1: you're right, yeah. What do you reckon? I, I think they could easily change... Like If they do go with the Onyx design, like uh, Brad was saying, I think they could easily just... I think you put a UFC logo on it and it's all good. I mean, uh, the UFC 200, where they changed the... Glo- I swear they put them in yellow for an event, yeah? like. Wait, where was it? Yeah, they was in yellow, wasn't they? They was black and yellow instead. I can't remember. Like, Exactly, you don't remember. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> That's what I'm getting. It so it, it doesn't yeah. really matter. Like um, so, well, but when I was going to say about the eye pokes uh, going on to that, that I think should be an automatic point deduction. Whether it hits, whether the groin hits, you've unfairly injured your opponent yeah. going forward. Therefore, I think you should have that point taken away.
0: What
2: about groin strikes then as well?
1: Yeah, yeah exactly. The exact same as well. Yeah,
2: yeah. Is, I think, I think uh, it happens, man. We've all been. We've all been hitting
1: the nuts. <laughs> yeah, but you're unfair, you are unfairly carrying on at that point.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah, mean, yeah I'll give you that. And not only that, the five it's, it's, minutes you take out,
1: your, your opponent is getting, is, is getting five minutes as well. Uh, yeah. I remember once in my, uh, it was like light contact kickboxing days. I got spinning back kicked in the nuts so hard that my cup came out. And the guy is standing on above me smirking. So the first thing I do is get up, ready to fight again. The ref basically goes, oh, you're ready to fight? And I'm like, fuck yeah, I'm ready to fight. (laughs) And then I'm just like, I can't compete the rest of it. Like, you can just tell from there, I was in so much pain. So it's it's unfair to give them that type of advantage too. So I think it should be an automatic point. Mm, That's interesting. Do you
0: reckon they will? Do you reckon they'll look no. into it? Was this, was that, was that, was that serious enough? Because what I noticed about last weekend's events, they were proper on it. They had a meeting beforehand, and everyone was getting sternly warned about their about their fingers. So, do you reckon they're going to be sort of clamp down a bit more on it? Or
1: I, I think personally, even if you change the glove, it's still going to happen. If you, uh, Brad, you've uh, sparred quite often with Muay Thai, uh, Muay Thai gloves and boxing gloves. That that thumb still goes in your eye you can't mm. complain about it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah.
0: What happens with um, Bilal Mohammed and Leon was? Do you think... Do you think... I mean, my, my personal opinion is that because Bilal stepped in for him, I now think that he should give him the rematch. I, I think Leon should give him the rematch. I don't think... I think,
2: I think Leon uh, Leon's wrong. Well, I was automatically presuming... All right, listen, it's easy to forget that he's on not He would have been on a nine-fight win streak. Yeah. Um, however, the way it's ended... I just don't feel like you can just give him an automatic title shot after that. That's no, I agree. I think you should give Bilal a rematch. I think think he deserves it, and I think he should be owed one. I mean, you see how upset Bilal was. He cried. He actually cried. Oh, my god! It was actually
0: horrible to watch. And of all people, Michael Bisping fucking commentating. Of all people to be watching that. Do you know what I mean? With eye injuries. It was... Well, I think...
1: think I think the only worst eye injury in UFC I've seen of that was uh, Rumble Johnson. Oh, do oh that? yes, he, I do he, remember he that. He was yeah, rolling yeah. on the floor and pain. Yes, I do remember.
2: DC that was horrible. Well. DC lost, yeah. lost complete uh, muscle in his eye. He had to have surgery and everything. When Which fight was that? I can't remember. Was that It, it wasn't the one been, on Stipe, was it? It might have been Stipe number two, maybe. I'm not sure.
1: I thought like, they were talking about the other day and I didn't remember it.
0: Problem with DC is he was one of the biggest. Uh, he was one of the biggest eye pokers out there.
1: <laughs> you can see he, he used to throw his punch like this, and like his fingers come out like. Yeah. Oh
0: man! So right, so leaving it on to uh, leaving it, uh, bringing it on to um, last weekend's fights. What do we reckon? Really, I have a pretty good card, all overall.
2: Yeah, I think the, the prelims was good. Uh, first fight in the prelims was a very good fight. That like Bruno Silva. I don't know if you watched it. The Brazilian lad versus J.P. Ah, yes, yes,
0: yes, yes, yes. Very good for yeah, He yeah, looked yeah, yeah. good, man.
2: Um, yeah. I think the the yeah Silver was dominating on the floor. Yeah. Um, yeah, very good. Awesome knockout, I thought. So I think he's got a big, uh, big future ahead of him. I think. I think he's 11, 11 and five at the moment. That's right. He is. Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm just looking at the main card. Sorry, guys. Um, well, first one obviously tied to a vassar
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Steamrolled. Yeah, <laughs> he's, he's, that, he's so entertaining to watch. I mean, yeah. they're, they're, it doesn't. You know what? Uh, it's much like Mark Hunt. It's it, It's like people can say like, "Oh, it's not that much skill. He's just brawling." But that is a fucking skill on its own, man. Like yeah. what he does. Yeah, because you yeah. don't. You don't actually see him getting licks like back. He is just smashing these dudes.
2: Yeah. And he's funny as hell, man. If you see oh, him, yeah. he's I, him fight, in he's, he's a funny dude. Yeah. Um, proper. But yeah, I had tied to Iwasa in, uh, in my bets. So I started off to a good one in the main card. Uh, I think performance of the night for me was Adrian Yanez, the next fight. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. He uh, looked I'm, I'm quite, I'm quite insane. high on this. Guy. He looked insane. I mean, he's probably one of the best counter punches I've seen in the UFC, at the, like coming up at the moment.
1: Yeah. Um, no, it was. It was, just, it was just how calm he was. It was literally like he was fishing that type of calmness. Like he was in his zen.
2: Yeah, he looked he looked amazing. So he he I think he's got another bright future. But that bantamweight division is stacked. Yeah. Mm. So you got uh, a lot of good fighters.
0: The next one, um, a lot of bad blood at the end here, man. A lot of bad blood between the
2: ladies. <laughs> that <laughs> I mean <laughs> did you I mean <laughs> that was terrible, man. Like just want to point out her classical Katami game is insane. Yeah, it's ridiculous.
0: It's like, ridi- and, and to get caught with it so many times is like, fuck. Every round. Every, every round. round. Yeah. I and mean, she set it up the same way as well. Every time you just, you, it's like one of them things you just
2: can't stop. I think w- if she did a seminar on that, I would definitely go. <laughs> yeah, you know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. I think Sheyenne was trying her best to, the thing is she couldn't, she couldn't let go of her hands because as soon as she did, she gave up that arm. Um, but I think, ugh, mate, a lot of frustration there towards the end. She knew she was losing the fight and in the, in the last round
2: um, it happened did again. You, and I don't up. know if you saw it but she spat at her, didn't she? Oh, I didn't see that.
1: No, really?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what the whole thing was about at the end. Uh... Yeah, so... Wait, uh, so when did she spit at her? So when the uh, third round, uh, third, the, the final bell went she yeah. leaned over on top of her and then just spat on her face wow no yeah, yeah, that was that wait. was what it was all yeah that nah. was what it was all about hey, if, so, I, if i
1: was the ref i would let her go just be yeah, that, that was what it was about you can't so, you can't do that man you, mate, you so know no, what no. you you
0: normally can't do that anyway right but during fucking covid are you serious man yeah exactly
2: yeah so it's, it's uh yeah ruiz denies spitting on her face but you clearly see it like she leans over and then spits
0: all over her face oh my god i didn't i actually yeah. didn't know
1: that yeah
2: yeah what well, do you think, it, 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 do, you think it, yeah.
1: do you think it was an intentional spit, or like you know like when you got oh, a, lot, a lot of sweat and dude she you, she was pissed off yeah. she was majorly pissed off and <laughs> she went
2: anyway. over and uh, no the, the mexican girl done it the win, so the, so the girl the, the girl
1: who was winning the whole fight yeah, yeah
2: yeah yeah yeah
1: that yeah. that is insane that's wow. that's ridiculous you, i would kick and her out for that, you can't do that at the though.
2: moment um by the ufc of what actually happened but you yeah, can clearly good. as they see it and then afterwards she put a middle finger up her
0: <laughs> yeah that yeah, bit I'm sure. i see i'm, I'm what I see. Do you know what? i watched it in the morning i've turned the volume right down maybe i just didn't fully grasp what was going yeah, on yeah yeah literally mm-hmm. right at
2: the end of the final bell went she was in gasa and then just leaned over and then spat directly <laughs> disgusting man
1: disgusting no that's that's just this
0: and shayanne she took she really took no, no, no damage just it was just control time wasn't it it was just i mean it, it just,
1: was
2: it was boring. It
1: was boring. That's one thing I would like to ask you two, because you two are predominantly uh, more grappling based. How do you feel about watching matches like that in MMA?
0: It depends. Um, I quite like it because
2: I know I'm much, saying that before but you, but you, before, you, before you I started said training. Well,
0: what she was doing was boring. I didn't see her advance in her position. She was looking for the same submission over and over again. Um, I didn't okay. really see, you know, beautiful transitions or, or, the, or trying anything else other than the same, same thing.
2: At the same time, yeah. the Ref can't stand it up because she's active. You know, so.
0: Well, but, but, that, but that's a problem. I mean, Dana White doesn't like wrestlers sitting on top of people and just controlling them. Yeah. yeah. It's terrible to watch. It's, it's an entertainment mm. sport at the same time, Same time, but pre jitsu training, um, Look, I understood what was going on and I liked it and I could appreciate it, but I don't appreciate it nowhere near as much as I do now.
2: And let's yeah, be definitely. honest, you're, the, the UFC and why it's televised it's, it's, it should be a, a, like easy to watch for the spectators, you know, and they they want to see knockouts and that's why they give yeah, fight bonuses. Yeah, of course. Yeah, you know? of
0: course. You want to be as exciting as possible. That's yeah. why
2: them fifty Gs are there, you know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, and then we've got Max Griffin, Song Keenan.
2: I lost money on this fight, so uh, I had oh, I had uh, Song Keenan. Yeah, um, I was very wrong. <laughs> Max knocked him out. TKO, yeah. baby. <laughs> and, and when and a guy was, has a name um,
1: of Max Payne, you can't not bet on him, man. Yeah,
2: <laughs> <laughs> but you know, his song songs uh, coming up, man. No, He's a good no win. A
1: song, Definitely, I agree with you.
2: But he was slumped face first. <laughs> yeah, It, was, <laughs> it, it was
1: it was the strikes before. Like, he was just a fucking laser, like, every time. Yeah.
2: Very, very good striker.
0: Now, what do we reckon, guys? This is, this is, this one for me. I was, I was bang on Kevin Holland. Uh, I was so excited for this. It was the most bizarre. <laughs> I'm trying to think of the words to describe it. Um,
2: he shit, to talking,
0: shit talking is great, <laughs> but like, like, like your, like your typical shit talkers, they can normally back it up. And when you're getting absolutely dominated on the ground and that body triangle from the bottom, I, I wasn't getting, I, I, it, it wasn't, it was, he spent more time, more, if he spent less time talking to Khabib,
2: <laughs> <he> <laughs>
0: more time on the fight. What was your guys' um, take on it? Because it was just bizarre for me. Really, really bizarre. Right to the end as well. Really bizarre.
2: I'm gonna say like I was disappointed in Holland. I had him I had him on my card to win. Um but uh yeah he just he just wasn't paying attention to what Travis Luther was saying. Too busy talking to Khabib. Um yeah, I just I just was disappointed. But shout out to Derek Brunson he dominated him on the floor and done what he had to do. I don't know what you think, Rick. Well,
1: this is the thing, I was majorly disappointed by Holland's performance because, as you said, he's, he's under Derek Ludo and I'm pretty sure they said he was a brown belt.
2: Uh, Travis Ludo, right?
1: Tra- Travis, sorry, <laughs> Travis Ludo. My bad. Um, if it was me, I didn't even see any attempts of a hip escape or anything. He was just grabbing the guard from the bottom, which as I'm in MMA, I don't really see a point of doing that. Like, I have no point of holding someone in a position where they can pound my fucking head in. You know I, mean? yeah. so, um, I didn't get that and also also from Brunson's point of view I don't think he'd done enough in that fight I thought he was being way too timid like he was just holding that position and I thought like he could have uh, postured up at some points and really started laying down good ground and pound but yeah. um, what is it um, uh, Holland did have his I wouldn't say he had his way about him in the stand up game of it, but he was landing better
2: well, he dropped him in the second, didn't he? Yeah, uh,
1: I yeah, believe the second, so. It was, um, the it was round like he dropped a, him. it was like um, that con- kind of stumble back, hand on yeah, the ground, knockdown.
2: Yeah. yeah, no, it was, but, it was a bit. I don't know. I don't with an attitude. I know Kev, that that stuff can makes Kevin Holland who he is, but with an attitude yeah. like that, not really. Okay, we all have a laugh and a joke, but when it's time to switch on, you need to you need to turn it on. You know.
0: I think he was looking for another highlight reel.
2: I th- yeah, I think so. And you know what? Listen, I'd, um, I watched him on the Joe Rogan podcast, and I just find him a bit disruptive. Like, they were saying he was asking him about his training regime. He's like, "Well, I don't really like training hard. Um, I'm just not feeling it."
0: I did hear not- that actually. Yeah, beforehand, I did oh, yeah. hear that he was a bit weird in
2: training. Yeah, and he was like, "Oh, I don't, I don't do anything. I don't really want to do. Um, just, just don't really agree with it." <laughs> like, that's- I don't know well, if that's yeah, the mentality of a champion.
1: Yeah, I, I, I don't. Yeah, I, I, I don't know how much of that is the or not because I know like Derek Lewis likes to play that type of game and saying that he doesn't mind do this games. type of training. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. It, it's not. It's just I think it's more mind games just to fuck with the media, like and the um like average people because you you can't get to that type of level of fighting without having discomfort training. You know what I mean, you could you could win a few MMA fights like low level with mediocre training. But at UFC, I don't. You know what I mean? I, you you just reminded me about something. Your your take on hard
0: sparring. We did talk in the WhatsApp group about it uh, weeks ago. What was your take on that?
1: Um, I do believe that you at a young age, like say for in my position, you still need to be doing some hard sparring. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I'm not saying all the time. I prefer personally light sparring because that's where I get all the benefits out of, but it's, it's one of those things. Like you need to be ready. Like the last, the last place you want to find out whether you can take a punch or not is in the ring. Like mm. so personally, when I was training properly and when I go back to it, like we like to have a certain day of the month, if no one's got a fight coming up that we turn up the pace a little bit in that spot kind of make it like a mini competition so people get you, you know like how in jujitsu jiu- uh, we have competition rounds sometimes yeah kind of like that so it's kind you of, kind of like you get that type of feeling but it's like it's hard to say are you holding back say 80, what 80 percent no I, oh, no 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 when i say hard sparring i mean i'm hitting about maybe 70s when i'm doing light sparring i'm hitting 30s and uh, if you annoy ah. me maybe about 50 <laughs> <laughs> but like um but uh, it's hard to say. My main sparring partner has mostly always been my brother, so it's it could be one of those things of where we can go fucking all out on each other. Not completely yeah. all out because we would yeah. like go very bad. <laughs> but it's um, it's hard to say. I think everyone's different. Like uh, I remember that conversation probably got brought up because of what Max done. Maybe or was it or not? It was.
0: Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. You know what I mean? Like uh, he's
2: at a position where he can.
1: he yeah, like, had to get to that place. Yeah. It's
2: come out now that he's not the only guy that stopped sparring. I think the, oh, Tim, Bree- yeah. Tim Breeze is, uh, he doesn't okay. spar at all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, even Leon Edwards has Leon said that he only spars uh, during fight camp outside. He yeah. uh, doesn't spar at all.
1: Yeah. Well, they got so, to that uh, position, I believe.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they no know point. how to fight, right? We, so, we keep talking.
0: Yeah. Um, I mean, exactly. this thing that keeps coming up is uh, post-concussion syndrome and CTE and how many shots to the head can you really take it? They're talking about banning um 11 and 12 and 13 year olds from hitting footballs in football training and yeah. people are you know spending more and more attention on uh on brain injuries and and on dementia and stuff in later life and um dude I i've had it, my
2: scares already man uh
0: yeah of course you have yeah, you mentioned yeah, it. That's, yeah, what, yeah.
2: that's what stopped that's what stopped me predominantly from fighting um with memory loss and stuff like that i don't know if that's directly connected to that but um yeah.
0: Well, I mean, um, I had someone on the podcast, I've recorded it already and I'm going to release it after this one. And um, he actually runs a podcast called the post concussion syndrome awareness podcast. Now I'd never heard of that before, but long story short, he, um, he, he he fell over and he smashed his head open twice. And since then his, his life went down the drain because of the, because of his, his brain injury, he lost his job, lost his house, lost everything because because of this brain injury but the, the problem was no one was talking about it no one no one really knows about it and i mean with al Jermaine sterling he was ridiculed i mean he probably still is getting ridiculed i think partly because of his of you know how how he came across um after after the knee you know when he was speaking to the doctor and that and partly because in the ring in the octagon sorry he threw the belt on the floor and then went home and started celebrating with friends and he was, was you know, getting pictures up with uh, with his coaches and with family and friends. You know, posing with the belt sort of things. So he was getting ridiculed with that. Um, but the conversation was was he concussed or not? I think there's a huge spectrum in concussion that we we're, we're still not really fully aware of. I think you got you
2: got to be careful, man. Um, I don't know if you've watched the fight. Obviously, he's world well famous with Nigel Ben and Gerald McCle- McClellan. Mm. Um, so after that fight, McLellan was basically never the same. Um, he yeah. can't walk, he can't talk. Yeah. Um, he, he suffered severe brain brain injuries from that fight, and yeah. now he's twenty four hour care. Um, he will never, he will never be able to live a, an able bodied life again. Um, yeah. Sad. So, so yeah, you just, you know, you just never know. And some, I think they've linked it down to a, a certain gene. I think ah, it was, they okay. were saying that more people are more susceptible to CTE okay um because you got people like merco Krokop, Vandale Silva, like stamping on your head in pride like <laughs> mm, yeah,
1: yeah yeah of course yeah. crazy back then yeah uh, it's, uh, it's, it's one of those things um it's like when you signed up like when you're signing up to do a mma fight or a muay thai fight kickboxing whatever it is you fill out that waiver and you do read like if you, if you want to read it properly it's quite scary Like you're pretty much essentially just saying, Yeah, if something does happen to me, it's not like anyone's fault, but like, and then at that point, it's not the thing you want to read right before you're about to go fight, as well. Yeah, it's it's, (laughs) exactly, especially at that point. But it's like, it's a sad thing to say, is you signed up for that, like, you know what the hell you're getting involved in. It's like you're getting someone's shin, knee, elbow fit, wherever it be, into your dome, you're gonna get some damage.
0: Yeah, so, mate. Before my skydive, man, I done a skydive in 2015, and I literally wow. the, the 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 thing was as long as your arm. The list of things that can go wrong, yeah. and right at the yeah. end, it just basically said, "I am signing away. I'm signing away. I can either injure myself or die. Sign here, please." Yeah. <laughs> that's
1: great. Cra- yeah,
0: um, but it. yeah, like you said, you know exactly what you're getting into, man. I'm talking about getting into stuff. UFC 260, baby. Nice. <laughs> um. First of all, just uh, obviously Ortega and Volkanovski not going ahead because mm. of um, it wasn't actually it wasn't actually uh, Volkanovski that, that 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 tested positive, right? It was his was it his coach. Uh,
1: I thought it was either him. I thought it was him. I wasn't sure.
0: Oh, I, I, I've heard I, it was his coach, but because he's in the okay. same camp, they all have to. Well, the whole whole yeah, it, it would
1: make sense. Yeah. Mm. It's just sad. That was the main event for me personally. Not that yeah. I'm not looking forward to the main event. That was my main fight of the night. Well, breaking news
0: is uh, they've got a replacement for Ortega. Really? Amanda Nunes. <laughs> <laughs> I'll post this with the thing. Brother, I cracked up when I see that, man.
2: <laughs> she probably give him a run for his money. Oh, this is ridiculous. All this talk about Nunes fighting the guy. This is just crazy. Like, I've, I feel like people just need to stop it you know what I mean like you, know, you, you wouldn't don't even want to see advocate. a 125 against. listen a... I don't want to see any man fight a woman <laughs> no, no, no hey okay no, no,
1: I don't even, no, I don't think anybody wants to see that Brad but are you interested in it like I'm would not, you watch it I'm <laughs> generally not, to... not interested <laughs> yeah. Yeah, hey, I'm sorry if, if I heard that Nunes and like um, like Henry Cejudo were going to go at it and I, hey I would pay my money to watch that Cahudo, still...
0: who's he called out recently? I heard it earlier. He
1: called, he called out Max Holloway recently.
0: Yes, he did. You're right, yeah. yeah. Sorry, just to is, that, a is that
2: Ortega? Called him out?
1: Um,
2: no. Uh, no, Cejudo. Okay,
1: <clears throat> Triple
0: C. Right. Let's get into it. What should we go for? So the prelims so or should we go the main yeah. card? Yeah.
2: I just want to point out one of the prelim fights. Um mm-hmm. you've got um an English well, he's Lithuanian, but he's fighting out of the UK, Modestas Buswekas.
1: Okay, yeah. Oh yeah, um, yeah.
2: He's very good. He's I think he's former Cage Rage, uh not Cage Rage, Cage Warriors um fighter. And he's just come off a loss to Jimmy Crute and yeah. Jimmy Crute knocked him out, I think. So it'll be interesting to see what, what he does. I mean he's yeah. I like him, he's he's got good technique, so Yeah. I'll be interested in that fight.
0: I was uh, Nomagomedov, which I think is—is is he his cousin,
2: second cousin? I, I, I believe it's his cousin. I don't.
1: Then. I I thought this one wasn't related because there's another Nomagomedov. There is another you you one who's not related. Yes, to that's right. I think this yeah. one is the one. Oh, <laughs> this, okay, all right. it's, it's just so confusing at this. I'm point. pretty sure he's
0: he's up against Jared Gooden. Uh, both of them coming off a loss. Um, <laughs> I that could be that could be a decent fight. I reckon.
1: Um, yeah, I like Jared Gooden.
0: What do we reckon fight tonight the is then?
2: Uh, fight night I reckon Sugar is Sean. no no no. I think it's going to be Tyron Woodley Vicente Luque
0: and which that's, way do you reckon that's... it's going to go
2: I think Tyron Woodley is going to take it oh you reckon but, yeah why I have had a, I have about by it. I think if Tyron wrestles it's, it's all over mm. but then mm. Vicente needs to land one punch and He's what he is, but...
1: Came off. What do you reckon, a great Vicente is a great fighter. I, I personally have Vicente going into this fight. Uh, I just don't know at this point what Tyron Woodley's head's like. Yeah. I don't know if he's in it for fighting anymore, personally. After Although, that Colby fight, I didn't see it.
0: To be fair to him, right, he has lost against some fucking absolute no, animals. Top, like top, you know, top, Yeah, top the, the, the pedigrees. So... Just with that in mind, like I would normally agree, with like, he's on a three, was it? Is it, is it three losses? Is it? It's three. Isn't yeah, it? So Gilbert Burns. looking looking back, yeah. he's
2: got Gilbert Burns, Colby, and Kamaru. So the best of the best, Yeah, like, of
0: course, of course, the yeah. best of the best. So like, mm. but then again, like you said, it, mentally, where the fuck is he at? Mm.
2: The th- the thing is, it, like as you said, it depends what it turns up. But if the, the the champ Tyron, turns up, yeah, a lot of people oh, yeah. in yeah, division are in trouble. Yeah. When when yeah. was the
1: last time you believe you saw him fight like that? Like, um, how he knocked out um Josh Koshtek, like that type of probably Tyrone Darren Woodley,
2: Chool, probably the Darren Till fight, right?
1: But yeah, yeah, I guess it probably was Till. I'm trying to remember what his fight after that was. So oh, fought, Wonderboy. You fought
2: Kamara, Kamara Usman after that.
1: Yeah, maybe, X, maybe he hasn't been the same since Wonderboy. Who knows?
2: I'm just thinking, he's
0: 38. He's, um, I think he's going to go into like the media side of UFC, right? You think he's going to go sort of like be a pundit, sort of thing? He looks he looks quite good doing that.
1: Yeah, that'd be I think he, he definitely could. I don't know if UFC would take him on for it, but I think he could definitely go onto like a ESPN or like a another channel. I don't, I don't know if he, I don't honestly know if UFC like him personally. Yeah. I don't know why. I've always had that type of feeling that they don't like him. I like him. I think he's a great fighter. They've never pushed him. They've never done anything for him. Yeah. Um, If anything, his fights kind of always seem like setups for him to lose. But he prevailed.
2: One thing I went to ask you, Paul, where do you think Sean O'Malley goes from here? What if he wins? I mean, how do you think it goes? I hope he wins. (laughs) I love him. I don't (laughs) don't buy into his hype, man. You don't? don't No. Come on, then clean knockouts and walking off. Come I on, how are you not I, sold with that, man? What's wrong with you? <laughs> listen, I'm, I'm, I don't know. I just, I don't know. I just don't buy into it. The fight that, who was the fight that he fought last time? I just didn't rate him. He had yeah, injuries. Marlon, he Marlon had that, f- that problem with the foot, wasn't it? Also? Marlon Vera. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah,
1: right. So, you must have heard about what he said about how he's still undefeated, and then he said recently about the only thing that made him stop was uh, Marlon Vera's toe hit him in that nerve. I'm like, what in the hell does that mean? So, <laughs> he kicked you and your leg hurt. Like, yeah. I don't understand. Like, there's no other way. Didn't he that. break? He, he broke uh, his leg though, right? He broke. Yeah, yeah. 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 Does, yeah. I, I don't. So, I don't know. He um, "Oh yeah, he broke that leg in the, a few previous fights." But but to be I'm fair, and he fought sorry. the whole
2: fight just on the ground. Like, it was yeah quite cool to see actually.
1: Definitely entertaining that, but it's it's how you can take that not only the situation, how you take that loss and take that situation. Yeah. If you're even repeating to yourself, yeah, his toe hit my nerve and then that shot off my leg. Like, what, did he telepathically do it? No, he <laughs> physically kicked you in the leg. Like, I don't, I don't, you can't say that.
0: I think he was going to be the next big, well, yeah, the next huge, huge thing. And I think. I still uh, think
2: he could be. Yeah. But, uh, no, he's got to look, he, he looks is... great.
0: He's young, he's 26,
2: man. Young, man. Yeah. Yeah. I rate his and style, he, yeah. He's got some cool, like that knockout of Eddie Wineland. <laughs> oh <laughs> that man, that was, that was clean! That was beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> it was beautiful, that's right. Yeah, beautiful. Mm. Uh, he's just, uh a... we'll just see how good to be fair. He has fought some of the best. Maybe I'm being too harsh. I mean, he's fought Eddie Wineland, veteran, and he's fought Marlon Vera. He's fought yeah. some good, tough some guys. Some good guys, yeah. I Thomas Armada, Armada is, is yeah. probably the best, best opponent he's going to fight, right? So I'm, far,
1: uh. Oh, I'm I'm glad Thomas is back. And as much as I want to see Sean win, I kind of more want to see Almeida get a win because he's already three losses now at UFC. So hopefully he gets a win.
0: Um uh, main event, guys. What do we reckon? What do we think, guys? Come on.
2: I think there's always there's one winner for me. However, <laughs> it's gonna for my it's me, it's Nganu. I mean, uh He'll have my money on him anyway. Um, the the thing that I, mm-hmm. I worry most is that Stipe always finds a way to to kind of yeah. bring it back from yeah. the, you know, they fought before. I don't think and got it'll be the same Francis that turns up this time. What was um, it?
0: Two, three years?
2: What, how, how long has it been? I think it was a couple. I believe of that years, was
1: 2016.
2: Right? Oh wow! I think Jesus. it was.
1: I think it was 2016.
2: And then directly after, I fought Lewis, Derek Lewis, right, and it was like the probably the worst fight in the yeah, UFC yeah, history. Yeah. yeah. Um, At least. Yeah, in, <laughs> so, my favourite
1: heavyweight of all time.
2: I mean, it'll be interesting. I I, I just think that Ngannou's going to... It's just when, you know? So if he's got, got the rounds, I think,
0: yeah, I think he's got to stay away from that power in the early rounds. But I've noticed in the Embedded series, they're really focusing on uh, Ngannou's wrestling. And yeah. what he's just trying to say, uh, are they, is that their way of saying, you know, he's really worked in his wrestling. He can really,
2: you
1: know... Is that so their way of?
2: He's um he's training full time now uh, at Extreme Couture. That's right. Yeah, 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 mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. So and obviously, yeah, proper proper wrestlers' gym. So
1: yeah. Well, here's the thing, right? I, I do, I think Stipe is gonna take it, but my way of Francis taking it is initiating the wrestling early on. Okay. Instead of uh before where he was predominantly getting the striking, I think if he comes at a big wrestling mindset. That's going to open up his strikes. If you get Stipe worried about that shot, that's where he he can start landing. There'll be
2: no chance that Ngani's going to try and wrestle. But this this is what
1: I think. This is how it's going to work. (laughs) I think if he goes the other way, is going to have his way with him, personally.
2: I mean, I just think that Ngani's going to go balls out. Just start
1: swinging for the fences like he done with Rosenstreich. I oh, was so fuck, pissed was off. So <laughs> I was so pissed off. I was like, "Yes, a nice, good striking match. Bang, bang, bang." Fucking. You just <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> he might as well got, would have got keys out in his hand, didn't it? <laughs> just like taking him out.
0: Well, see, but, everyone bangs on about how great Francis Ngannou is and how much he's changed and how much he's, um how much better he's got. To all remember, he's, stuff.
2: Not in, he's not been in the UFC a long, long time, yeah. has he? Really? No.
0: No you d- d- know either. his his story? Oh my God, he's he's inspirational as hell, man.
1: Yeah, it's it's like you would really. love him to get the title.
0: Yeah, but. do you know what? I'll, yeah. I'll, yeah, genuinely, I do because he's he's just a gentleman. He's got that Francis Ngannou Foundation. Even his, his backstory, going from uh, Cameroon, uh, and then he you know he had to trying he was an immigrant getting to France. He he initially wanted to be a boxer. He didn't even want to be a MMA guy, and he, he was he, fighting and stuff in MMA events in Paris, which was illegal at the time. Yeah. come to America to, with dreams of a, being a boxer and he just kind of ended up in the UFC. Yeah. And then he's, 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 he's you know, uh, he's at this level. Um, no, I mean that. He's, he's, he's been homeless in two different countries. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Crazy. It took him, to, I think he said two years. 14 months. Yeah. What, to get out of, uh, Out of? no, sorry, oh. I, mean, uh, I meant to get out of Cameroon.
2: I mean, yeah, him- I think you might have been right. And didn't he say he was in Morocco um, and he said that he had to swallow his own money? yeah man that was great because if they catched him they would have took all his money so he's the only way I could do his pirates and and stuff it's a big issue yeah man he was well respected within that uh, like people trying to come over in the boats and stuff the the captain yeah (laughs) legend I enjoyed that story I was was... like that's what I mean
0: I love Stepe. like genuinely I really love Um, Mm. but if he lost I wouldn't be I wouldn't be like gutted like because in Ghana, like, so to us,
2: they they're referring to Stipe as the best heavyweight to ever do it john jones is the goat of all time the, the who, reason who why beats, i think
1: sorry go on. Uh, sorry the reason why i think they was they call Stipe the goat of U, uh heavyweight in ufc is the amount of title defenses he has had i mean i was under some um, i don't know why, i used to watch it as well i was under some ama- amazing um, impression that Kane Velasquez was like a champion for like ten plus fights, and it just wasn't true. He like defended the title what two times, yeah, and it's yeah. like yeah.
2: what? And then but like amongst, amongst, the fighters, it, it's crazy. amongst the fighters, amongst the fighters, Velasquez is regarded as the, the GOAT.
1: I, I I would agree.
2: Yeah,
1: I would agree. For me, he's the all time great. But at the moment, Stepe uh, just does it. I mean, personally, because them two have never fought, have they? Who, Stipe and Stepe and Kane? I don't think so.
2: No, I and don't think what, they what would
1: What would your opinion on that be?
2: I think that... Uh, <laughs> I think that um, Velasquez has got... His, his cardio levels are so high. They call him cardio cane, don't they? Yeah. He's just like
1: a... It was cardio cane is C-level cane.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it'll be interesting to see. I mean, Velasquez on his day would probably have beaten anyone. Mm. But yeah, I'm, interest- I'm interested to see what happens. But I think Engani's is going to take this, if I'm honest. Yeah. Well, uh,
1: I, I, I kind of hope he does. I do love Steve Playman. He's a firefighter, still works. But it, it's it's hard to not have St- uh, Ngani as your favourite just because of how much you like him.
2: Yeah, I mean, it, it, if Ngani lands, it's game over. It doesn't matter. Like
1: Against anybody. Yeah. He, he, would, hit, he would hit an elephant and that thing would fucking go
2: down. <laughs> <laughs> The way that he, he is stopped insane. over him was insane. Yeah, disgusting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah oh, even going knocked out Velasquez. I forgot about that.
1: Okay, yeah, wait. So I'm guessing you guys haven't spoke about that it, because it's quite a recent podcast. Was that a knockout or not? Like, was it a knee blowout or was it a knockout?
2: I can't even... I can't, I'm not going to lie. I can't even remember the fight. I can't remember.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it was like a very quick one. It was like, for me, he got caught and then his knee popped and then he went down. But... Did you guys uh talk about uh in got, um thingy's excuse? Paolo Costa's excuse? Yeah. Oh,
2: yeah, we spoke about that oh, a long time ago. Yeah. My
1: god, man.
2: He said he was drunk when he on wine.
1: <laughs> Even like one bottle of wine, man. I don't get it He's, he's in I big really, trouble now, right? He's in he's in big trouble.
2: Yeah, after he said he was going to rape someone. I can't remember who it was. Paolo said he was going to rape somebody. No, no, Izzy, Izzy was saying he's. he's um oh wow. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah, that doesn't surprise. He says some dumb shit sometimes, man. I don't get no, it. it. It was in he the has, post like, It was post.
2: Like was in the post interview. He said something about I will, I will, I will rape you or something like that. Now he's like in Whoa. big trouble. <laughs> yeah, no, Izzy, Izzy's in big trouble. What? what I didn't what? know it. He was in. I can't remember. He said it about uh, Kevin Holland. Oh okay. And then he said, "Oh, dude, I would rape you like that." And wow. then, yeah, this was in the post-fight. And then now he's in big trouble. Like, so he said, "He says
1: childish shit
2: sometimes. Man. It's unreal." Yeah, he because... says he had. Is he? Is he had a by the New Zealand's Prime Minister for vile rape torn at UFC? UFC. Yeah, a UFC fight. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so.
0: What do you uh, reckon uh, will happen to him? There, he probably just get a fine and slap on the wrist.
2: Yeah,
1: there's been a lot. I'm sorry, after what Colby Covington has come out, oh, it yeah. enough times. And that yeah. guy is still alive. But I don't get it.
2: Um,
1: I was just going to so, quickly. Yeah. So,
2: obviously, Ngarni, Stipe, the winner, faces John Jones, right? Yeah. And then we got the whole thing now with Derry Lewis. Um, he, I think, I don't know who he's meant to be. Is he fighting Cyril Game?
1: I, I hope not. They need to start putting more respect on Derek's name.
2: I believe. I agree. I agree. They're digging him
1: these ridiculous fights, but because of John Jones, he's he's not going to get a look in
0: for a little while. Yeah, which is he even said it in his post interview, didn't he? Hmm. He, he actually said it. Do Do you
1: agree that John should go up for a straight tail actually?
0: It's John I, Jones. It's hard to say. It's hard. Yeah. It's, it's hard to not. It's It's hard to say no. Uh, honestly, but.
1: I, I do agree with that, but I just think there's so many more interesting matchups at heavyweight
2: other than that title fight. The thing is, jo- for me, Jones is the greatest to ever live. Yeah, yeah, and he's I my mean, favorite fight of all time. He, I reckon in his day, he'd be he could be anyone.
1: Yeah,
0: thing is, if Stipe wins, right, he fights John Jones. John Jones wins. If Ngannou wins, he fights John Jones. John, Jones John wins. John's <laughs> wins. Yeah,
2: <It's> like... <laughs> but then you have always got that thing what if with like stipe, yeah. like obviously stipe has got power but you haven't got like and got, you've got like power then you've got like and new power like I'm sure and Derek stipe, Lewis power. Is like.
0: Stipe, like 38 39 now? He's, 30,
2: he's 38, right? Right, okay. Oh, no that might be um Jan Blahovic.
0: I know I'm pretty sure Stipe's 38 as well.
1: Um yeah, he's 38. Yeah, 38.
0: Yeah. I'm just saying that. Francis Ngarni's 34. I thought he was a bit younger than that.
1: Yeah, he looks younger than that. It? It's just
0: because I think he's not been in it long. I think that's probably why I think that.
1: Mm. Wow, You've okay. seen Stipe age from like yeah, <laughs> quite yeah. a young guy. Well, Stipe's
2: uh, been in it for a long time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a uh, long
1: yeah. time. So,
0: so TJ uh, versus Corey Sandhagen.
1: Man. Probably one of the best 135 stand up fights you're gonna see now. Nah, is it at
2: 135? Uh, I don't know.
1: Oh, I don't even know. <laughs> well, Corey Sandhagen is 135.
2: So then it must be, yeah, yeah. But I know that TJ went down to 125
1: and it was, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah to fight yeah. Henry, yeah, yeah. But he, fought, he that was a quick fight, wasn't it? That was like
2: 30 uh, seconds,
0: I think,
1: <laughs> yeah, against Henry, yeah, that yeah, was a yeah. fast one. Yeah, it was just it was a quick... script, like, it's like watching, uh. Two amateur 125s go at each other for it. They're just scrappy <laughs> as anything.
0: Man. It was, like, yeah, I do remember mm. it now. That was brilliant. Um, But TJ, he's not fought since. Well, when was his ban? Was it 2019? Was it, was it? I think 2018 so. even. That, so yeah, 2019. Right.
1: 2019,
0: he fought Senor Huda. Yeah. So it would have been. Would have been not long after that he got popped, right? It, it was. It was a
1: two and a half year ban. I think so. Is that what he got? I think.
2: And he's and yeah. what was it? I can't remember the substance that he got caught with. Um
1: They said EPO. I don't know what.
2: EPO. EP, EPO. That's the one. And they you have to actually test for EPO in order for it to pop. Yeah. Okay. And and a lot <laughs> of the a lot of the, the I don't think the rider was testing for EPO at the time. Right. Yeah. So how did he get they found just, that then? They just done it all, like all completely random randomly. Just got caught. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mate. Yeah.
0: Well,
2: but I think Corey Sanhagen's on a roll at the moment and I don't think there's a lot of people that's
1: not...
2: I don't think his, there's a lot of people that's going to beat him.
1: His, his last uh, victory against uh, Frankie Edgar, my heart broke but I screamed in a maze yeah. like, all at the same time. The yeah. thing
2: is, where would that have gone, though? <clears throat> what, what do you, you know, mean? I mean, Edgar's... It, it would have been interesting to see if it would have continued for a little bit, you know what I mean, but... You got caught, and that was it, but yeah, it it's, hard, like can...
0: it's hard to see all these legends getting could just could yeah, just that, that,
2: that's just it. It's like, um,
1: it's like I don't know if you guys ever used to watch wrestling and that, but when you would watch like this new
2: shitty wrestler who you hate take out the old <laughs> legends, and you're like, well, h- How are you doing this to me, man? Like, <laughs> like, the, thing, the, the thing is, what I think we're all guilty of, we always look at these older veterans as as they were, they as legend. the person they were in their prime,
0: yes, yeah, yeah, Definitely. yeah. You know, so, yeah. I
2: think it's hard to know that these guys are like. For me, B.J. Penn is probably one of my favourite
0: fighters. Yeah, Chuckle for me.
2: Chuck Liddell, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But yeah, like for example, Chuck Liddell, Rich Franklin. Yeah. That was time oh, for wow. him to call it yeah, a day. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? So, yeah, But you're always thinking, oh no, Chuck,
1: he'll be alright. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, yeah. yeah I, I like, blame it on movies like uh, Rocky that gave us yeah. this security that these old dudes can still bang. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: Michael Chandler versus Oliveira um, for the vacant belt, because obviously Khabib, was it two days ago, three days ago? It wasn't that long ago, actually. Dana White's heart broke finally. And um, <laughs> and uh, Khabib officially retired, right? So we've got the vacant belt. Now, obviously I think we all know that it should have been for the, for the, uh, for the vacant belt. It should have been Oliveira and Poirier. Now, it looks like Poirier is going to go for uh, McGregor three. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be Chandler and Oliveira for the vacant belt, which is debatable, shall we say? Yeah. <laughs> we were talking off air about this. And wh- 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 what are you boys saying?
2: Uh, I think it will be yeah. probably the fight of the year. But I think I think he's come too soon for Chandler. Or, okay, he's been dominating. <laughs> <Was it Bellator? laughs> Way too soon, <laughs> yeah. But uh, Oliveira, for me, is probably the best in that division at the moment. Yeah. He's just... He's One of the most entertaining. Yeah, just on form, just the most solid, <laughs> technically sat like great. Mm. Um, It'll be interesting. Obviously, um, China's come off that big knockout.
0: Yeah. Is either of you surprised at Poirier? No. Considering how hard he's worked to get to this title uh, shot, and then suddenly uh, you've been, you, you're have you right on the cusp of it, and then you choose the money fight rather than... That, I think, well, I don't even know if I think, I was going to say, if McGregor doesn't fight him, who would he fight after that? Would he fight Gagey? Or... Okay.
1: Yeah, for, I don't want to speak for Dustin at this point. I obviously do not know the guy. Yeah. But I feel that f- from his perspective, same probably with Connor. they lost against the champion. He's retired. They can't ever get that back. Even if they win that title, they can never get that back. What Dustin can do at this point is make this ride the best he can.
2: Get as much yeah. money
1: as he can out of it because well, even I, if he wins that title, he's still not going to get that feeling that he wants back.
2: I think Dustin was the closest person to stopping Khabib. Man. yeah, he had him in that, he had him in that, it that guillotine, it guillotine. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah but,
1: uh, people say that Conor done the best, but I was just like, I think Khabib was kind of playing with him a little bit, <laughs> but no, I don't know. I think had Connor not been so uh, defensive.
0: And mm. go back to oh, yeah. I mean, similar similar to the um, uh, similar to the Poirier fight, it was very not, not held back, but there was something not quite right. It was
1: very. I mean, you didn't, we talked you about didn't have this that before. same smelling,
0: yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean, uh, Dana White said it. It's hard. It's hard to motivate someone who gets off uh, uh, a hundred foot yacht onto mm. Yaz <laughs> Island. Like yeah. it's it's hard to motivate someone like that. Like like you said, the Ricky, uh, the, the Rocky movies. It's you know. They said, training,
2: they said he was training for Pacquiao, didn't they? They were, but, and
0: you know, it was actually quite clear he was very boxing heavy, wasn't he?
2: And that's what that's what like predominantly affected yeah. Conor McGregor the most. Yeah. Those those uh, calf kicks.
0: Yeah, he lost that karate him. stance. He lost that. He lost what made him him, in it really.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. Just dive in a little bit. Like you mentioned yeah. calf kicks, right? i I keep asking people this. Do you think they're a big deal? Because because Brad like of. How Many calf kicks have you taken in tight, like in What It happens, like, why is it such a big deal now? Listen,
2: they are effective, man. I don't know why they, they, they are, but yeah. what, why? Probably because it happened I to Connor
0: and, and, and it probably just brought it up. And, and now everyone's doing it, so it's probably the, just the like, first
2: person the first person to I, that I saw using calf kicks in MMA was uh, probably uh. Oh God! What's his Benson, name? Benson. Huh? Yeah, Benson Henderson. Yeah, yeah. But obviously, weren't as effective as they are now. But now it's just like the no one is kicking to the fire anymore. You know, everyone's going low, which I think is
1: a complete mistake because I still love kicking to the fire. <laughs> you gotta mix the <laughs> <op> up. <laughs> <laughs> I you think
2: these techniques come work. around. These techniques come around like once every blue moon. I mean, like Conor was introduced the shoulder uh, shoulder strike. Again, but oh my a, god a, but, yeah. <laughs> to be fair I was, I've been using that I was using that entire clinch for a long it's time a, that's why I don't get like don't someone
1: else does it and they're like oh my god now I've got to be doing it I'm like why weren't you doing it before I mean even uh, one of the oldest martial arts there are uh, Wing Chun has been attacking the carve from the beginning like so I think it just takes it a lot a... for it
2: to come out in, into like the mainstream martial arts. yeah that's okay Maybe that's just how it is. Yeah, I, I just
1: wanted your your guys' opinion.
0: Yeah. Talking of uh, McGregor Poirier, so uh, Ariel Hawani, he tweeted uh, there was one to hope McGregor Poirier three fight would get done for May fifteenth, but it's taken longer than hoped or expected, so they moved on from that a while ago. Sources say uh, it won't happen on June the twelfth. Uh, so the latest is the latest hope is the July tenth card, McGregor Poirier three. That's what they reckon.
1: So is that the uh, fight week in it?
0: Yeah. Is it not?
1: Um, I guess they're trying to get that in with fans as much as they can.
0: Well, funny enough, you mentioned that. Yeah, we've got two six one. I'm not going to talk about it too much. I want to save that for another podcast. But two six one, Usman Masvidal, um full full capacity. It's not even like a half
1: or a yeah, they, you know a, they a phased. Of, they're going balls deep, man. They're going. Dana did say he would.
0: I mean, do you guys agree with that?
1: It's not in my country.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, uh, I actually googled the uh, capacity because I heard uh, uh, all I heard was fifteen thousand uh, fans allowed in, and then I That's I googled the capacity, the Star Veterans Memorial Arena, and its capacity is capacity is fifteen thousand. So they are. Like, I mean, how do you how do you stop the fighters getting? Do you know what I mean? Oh, anything yeah. can happen.
1: I guarantee there's gonna be a lot of fights that fall off that card. Mm. I, d- I think it's a I don't want to say that that's too soon to get into all the political side of it, yeah. but it's not but the it's best I do. <laughs> Yeah, well, I don't see what the whole issue is on fighting without people, without a crowd
2: there. Do you know the main reason is money? Money, so. <laughs> yeah, man. of course, of course, yeah. of course. Like, um, essentially, Dana does what he wants. I mean, he got told he couldn't have fights, so he made an island. Yeah, I don't think anyone's gonna like. And I am thankful for Dana White for that yeah, because and, I, and you know what with dude,
0: no fans mate I've enjoyed it I've really enjoyed it I really
1: enjoyed it, enjoyed it. yeah oh, like, I, I mean, I mean hearing that level smacking against the yeah. skin and the kicks it's right, not and just, I, I enjoy
2: listening to the coaches like I don't, one thing I've took most pride out of is listening to those Brazilian teams yeah like mm, oh yeah. they are loud and yeah. it's oh, just man. it's yeah, so, so good man like, yeah. Hey, boa, boa, hey. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's it proper good, man. It like gives it gives you a good buzz. But yeah. essentially, it's a spectator sport. You know, it's a gladiator sport. And yeah, it is there, there, there are
1: some bits. There are some bits that get missing. Like, say, for example, watching uh, if you got to see Max Holloway what he done to Calvin KO with a crowd, like what would have happened from that? <laughs> How much or more Super Saiyan would he have Derek Lewis and Blades. Derek yeah, Lewis, yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely stunning out Blades. Yeah. Yeah. Which, again, man.
2: But I kind of, beast, for my selfish reasons, I hope the crowds don't come back. <laughs> I, I, really think, I think, mate, I, I
0: think a phased return would have been fine, man. A phased, you know, half the crowd, seven, seven and a half thousand people is still a good, I mean, I, I've been to some cage, cage uh, warriors and
1: cage rage events in the UK and there's nowhere near 2,000 fans there and it's, yeah
0: buzzing man
1: yeah you know it it depends what who you you have then what fans you have like supporting them as long as you've got like a good bunch of people there
0: yeah they'll make enough
1: fucking noise especially english irish i don't know about the americans but i don't know (laughs) brazilians definitely will brazilian yeah (laughs) definitely
0: those type of countries definitely yeah so um are we staying up or what like ricky what do you normally do do you um do you stay up or do you record it Uh, it
1: I try and stay up and watch them, but every, <laughs> every year it's getting harder and harder.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <I hear that. laughs> I'm like,
1: I'll just wake up in a few hours. Like, um, but it, it really depends on how the fights are going. So I always say, all right, if it's a knockout, I'm going to stay up for the next one. Yeah. And then, But if, it's, if I can tell, it's weird. Like UFC events usually have quite a bit of an aura in that cage, and you can tell when there's going to be some t- tasty stuff happening. Yeah. So, I do stay up and watch them mostly. Yeah, I try
0: not to, but uh, what'll happen is with the fight nights, I'm 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 quite good, so I'll watch them the next day. Most of yeah. the fight nights, um, yeah. but the the big events, you know, the two fifty you for five nine, and two sixty this weekend. What I'll probably do is I've got my radio show at ten o'clock and it finishes at eleven, and then that's when the prelims start. So I'll watch nice. a couple of them, and then I'll normally <laughs> stay up, <till> about- <laughs> like an idiot. I will normally <laughs> stay up till about two. Half, two, three. That's when I normally fall asleep on the sofa mm. and then I'll yeah. wake up at like four or five and I'm, I'm out of the game and I'll, I'll try and catch the main event. But I tell myself every, every you know, event I'm not going to do it and every event I end up doing it. I can't help it. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Apart from the fight
2: nights. Brad, what are you going to yeah. do? Are you going to watch uh, it the next day? I don't think I'm going to be able to stay up, mate. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, yeah I'll probably watch it in the morning. I like this, to be honest. I like just going like waking up on a Sunday, making some breakfast, sitting down with a cup of coffee, and then yeah, watching the fights. But uh, yeah, okay. I can't. Uh, hopefully, my bets come in this this week. I'm well overdue,
0: <laughs> mate. Do you know I what? Well, overdue. Did you bet anything at Cheltenham
2: on the what on the horse? On, on the, the horses, horses. yeah. No, nah, I
0: don't see. Do I don't, I never bet, I never bet on anything. But my dad gave me, no, my mate gave me a tip. Uh, for what I think was the Tuesday or Wednesday and then my dad gave me a tip for the Thursday both of them came in stone cold last so you know what I'm completely done with Uh betting now fuck betting
2: (laughs) (laughs) what me uh, what what me and my friend have done we've we've kind of formed alliances so we'll both put in bits of money into a pot and Mm -hmm. then if we find like a fight that we like we'll put big like bigger money on and then I'll just have my own side bet so like it just makes it more enjoyable for me just to uh to sit down and watch it. And yeah, yeah. Whatever. But are
1: you, are you just doing uh, who wins, or are you doing method?
2: So I'll have like my main accumulator will just be wins, and then if I fancy like a side bit, I will have like a. Um, for example, I don't know. For example, I had tied to Everson to win by a knockout. So. Yeah, of course. Just quickly,
0: yeah. just quickly, the main event before we go. Right, um, if you were to pick, if you were to pick which round or how it was to go, what would we say?
2: I'm gonna go knock uh, knockout in the second.
0: Oh, okay,
1: Ricky. Uh, I'd say a Stipe round five decision.
0: I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with that Stepe five.
2: You really think that Stipe's gonna you know, win? Yeah, 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 I do. Yeah.
1: yeah, I, I personally <laughs> don't see it going any other way. Um,
2: Ricky, Rick, you can't hit? see Francis knocking Stepe out.
1: A- a- anybody can 100% see that, brother. Like, I know. I know he can. At any given moment, he can. But he could have first time round as well, man. Of, yeah, but he's not the same of, fighter. Uh, the
2: range. He's that guy's. You, you, say, I you, can't know,
0: wait. you, you say he's not the same <laughs> fighter, right? But the problem is, we haven't seen what, he, what else he can do. All he's done is the same thing he's done. You know, like apart from he, he hasn't gone any any further than the first round. Well, apart from um, what's his name, Lewis.
1: Lewis. Yeah. He's got cardio, mate. He's got cardio. I I, I think he definitely will have cardio. I, I just don't see as soon as that hits championship rounds, I don't see that going yeah. his way. If it goes yeah. if it goes past round one, I don't see it going a Francis Ingarnu victory, personally. Yeah, I think that if it's round one or two, absolutely it's gonna
0: it's only gonna be Engano only. But if it gets past there, three, four, five, I'm I'm
2: I'm I'm gonna go for stepo. Eh? Well, we shall see, we bro We shall see. I'll be, I'll be back in the few, next coming weeks. Be like, I told you so. Yeah. yeah. I can't hey, remember hey, what up. fight I was as well with uh, with Martin, and Martin's like, no, it's not gonna happen. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. Nunez. Uh, uh, yeah, I remember when he said yeah, that. Yeah, I was yeah.
0: like, I was like, I can't believe he's actually saying this. Um, uh, about Nunes
2: i am just yeah, yeah. He's she's like, the, oh no, she's, he's, uh, has got Nunes is gonna lose.
0: <laughs> oh, wow be fair, stylistically she did have on paper she was she was a horrible matchup for her but yeah, oh, mate, yeah. that was yeah, to my man uh, amanda like... <laughs> uh, posted a
1: picture the other day of a lioness eating a giraffe and i was like wow <laughs> oh <laughs> my
2: god <laughs> <laughs> like, jesus
1: christ man like
2: she knows wow, that's, that was probably one of the shortest gfc contracts ever right she had that fight uh, and has, then she was really let go yeah, yeah, yeah. She's gone. Yeah, she's gone.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's a, That's, that's a
2: harsh. I think it's harsh. But yeah, that's... but I understand Dana White's rationale. How can you? How can you have someone fighting in the UFC that, it, in my eyes, it was no contest. It was.
0: She yeah. was completely. Um. She was completely overwhelmed. I think she just. She was like a rabbit in the headlights. She looked mm. terrified, man. She looked. It was yeah, horrible see? too. It was horrible
1: to kind of watch her. She looked right. terrified. N- name one woman that hasn't looked terrified after they've been hit by Amanda. Yeah. <laughs> they, they're like, what the fuck was that? But <laughs> uh, she, yeah,
0: shit. I think she threw one leg kick and even that, um, mm. Nunes caught it and and eventually took it down with it. It's like, yeah, fuck, it's unbelievable, man. All right, anyway, boys, we'll leave it there. Ricky, what do you reckon? Good one?
1: <laughs> yeah, I loved it, man. It was a lot of fun.
0: Wicked, I enjoyed it. Brad, what what, what are you looking to do tonight, then?
2: Oh, uh, I've got you got, you got work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ricky, what are you doing?
1: Uh, i'm just gonna go have some food and then i might just chill for a bit man i'm done for today i already i was training before this so
0: okay wicked. oh you got a little sh- set up in your shed, you? in your is
1: yeah, it, is yeah, it... yeah yeah yes so, um so it was like a train carriage and then it's like we renovated it into like a little gym for me so nice. that's cool. all i can do right now man <laughs> yeah, it's, it's very tedious at this point man it's been like over a year I'm mm. just... listen
2: i'm in big trouble <laughs> when i go back to training
1: no oh, man, this. You know, yeah, <laughs> I, I think a lot. A lot of people are going to be in a similar boat. So it's all good,
2: dude. Yeah. Th- there's going to have to be that bin, and I thought I'd be the. I'd never be the guy that's going to be there, but <laughs> I think I'm going to be the guy that uses that bin. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> all
0: right, on that note, boys. You thank you so much, what man. Was. Take care, See guys.
2: You, all right, man. Yeah. All the best.